3: All right, Boomer and Geo, coming to you live from the Bill Ford Top Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. I was just checking out the WFAN X account and all these guys were posting Evan and Flugauer and Sean. And I guess that they're having this pickleball match on Thursday between Evan and Sean to see if Evan is allowed to break his Pete Alonso bet and shave his beard. So if he beats Sean, then he's allowed to shave that big beard that he's got on that is growing. And he said, we'll continue to grow until the Mets sign Pete Alonso to a long-term deal. So obviously, he does this before Alonzo hires Scott Boris as an agent, before they go into this season where they agree to arbitration terms. And then Evan's like, well... This is bad because I'm going to have to go through the entire season, the entire summer, into the fall with this beard that is already huge. So i got to find a way to get out of this. So they're playing this pickleball match, and if Evan wins and he gets to shave the beard, Sean wins, he's got to keep it. Which to me sounds like Sean's going to end up throwing the match.
5: Well, this sounds like Karen Carson and Minge to me. It's like Evan made a bet, and they're welching. He now wants to get out of what he owes for that bet.
3: Right, welch spot. That's what it sounds like. Yep, that's what, that's what it sounds like to me as well. You know, I was getting Sabrina all excited. I was like, hey, you want to meet Dua Lipa? She might be coming and you go to, with Daddy to work one day. Mommy can come in, can meet her. Because these guys upstairs that I trust, Karen yep. Carson in the morning with Minge. Yeah, man. I mean, it'd be great. I trust them. They'll come through. Well, now I have to break her heart, too. Yes, you do. Five-year-old girl. You know, it's tough. It is tough. But anyway, uh, it is a Welch spot. But I think what's going to happen here is is, is Sean's going to throw the game because Evan Evan's is the main horrific.
5: host. Yeah, Evan's a horrific athlete. Yeah, But Sean is like I mean, can Sean is he athletic? Yeah, he is. He, he is. plays
3: uh he plays the flag football actually pretty well. Oh, he does? Uh he does? Yeah, believe it or not, he does. No, he's he, for for a man of his girth, he is he's athletic. I'll is give him he, that. Uh, is he on the Jiggles? Is he on the Jiggles? Is that the name of his team? No,
5: no, no. <laughs> I, you know the um, if Sean throws that match so Evan can cut his beard, then that's a problem too. Yeah, no, it is. But I think that's what's going on. Is aren't Evan? You, wants- aren't
3: you supposed to be competitive and go out there and try to win? I, I, that's what I would hope for, and have Evan stick with the beard all the way through the summer. But I, I think this is a ploy to get Evan to shave the beard. And if you think about it, you know, pecking order on that show, it, the way that the names are, it's Evan and Tiki. You know, with Sean Morash, he's third on that list. Beat his ass, Shawnee. And then he's going to throw the game to get the number one host what he wants. You know, I don't that's know. What, that's what I think's going on. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because
5: you just said something very interesting that just caught, caught my ear. Yes. Like, if you're Sean Morash and you're playing, you're playing to win mm-hmm. at all times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you consider yourself like a play-to-win guy? Yeah, absolutely. What? Hmm. What do you mean? Then why were you we guys always complaining to me? It's just a charity softball game. It's just a charity you st- softball you game. Still, you I mean, still you guys, don't understand
3: I mean, it was you, when it you, was scheduled. That was the problems with the thing. It, that was like a, a Tuesday night here, a Thursday night here. The, the all the way up on the Hudson. That was the issue. wasn't so much the the game stuff. And you'd sit us down on the bench. That was that was a problem too. It was like, why am I driving all the way up here to sit on the bench so we can win? But then, like, I don't need this. are winning, man. I told you, ruthless. Man, I tell you, when you latch on to something, you latch on to something. I'm you latched are, on. You I, are and a, I have been. You are a dead horse beater like I've never seen. Okay. You're worse than Bob Baffert. Right. Oh, <laughs> You got more dead horses you know, on am, your resume am, than Bob Baffert.
5: I am trying to support you and your quest for Dua Lipa to come into our studio.
3: studio. I know. I'm, and that's a totally separate issue. And I I appreciate that. I absolutely appreciate it. It's kind it. of the same mindset. It's about winning. Well, you see me, even though I'm a horrendous golfer, you see me when I'm out there, I'm, I'm dead set, I'm winning, I'm locked in, I don't mess around, I want to win. And those days, hey, help. I played through those injuries. I, I, that yeah, quad. but that was fat Geo, man, your new Geo. Okay, we're not doing a softball team again. You can if you'd like, I'm. But that's that's something, you know. There's other things we can do if you need something to do. You need something to do in the summertime. I mean, you'll go play golf anywhere
5: now. Exactly. But you wouldn't go play softball anywhere, but right. now you play golf anywhere. So there's this thing. See, this whole thing about complaining about, there's- hey, it's softball. I don't want to go here. I don't want to go there. Hey, we're going to go play golf at, I don't know, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Okay,
3: I'm in. Yeah, you know We're going to go play golf at due process. Okay, I'm in. Right. You know what's funny is there's this thing, you know, you either like to do something or don't like to do something. I don't know if you've come across that in your life. Where you go out of your way to do the things that you like. You also go out of your way to. Don't do the things you don't like. So that's where that comes from. Okay. I don't know if it's hard for you to figure out that I like playing golf and didn't like playing softball. Yeah, again, <laughs> you see, that's were, the again, thing, At the beginning, you were yeah. Fat
5: GO, and then they made funny over at Seaview, <clears throat> and, <clears throat> and then that was
3: it. Mm, that was it. Yeah. Well, I got injured there. That was the one. Yeah, but when they were they were blood. heckling you at Seaview. I was getting heckled at Seaview, yes. I was. By the and I, kn- and I
5: knew, And I knew after that game, watching you in that hammock... Drinking that, whatever it was, I think it was a margarita, I think. Yeah. I was like, he's done. He's done. He's, not, he's never going to want to play again. He just got hurt at Seaview,
3: and they, and they were heckling you. Well, it was also, I mean, and the point still remains, that it's the summertime. I want to enjoy every bit of it. You only get a glimpse of nice weather here on Long Island. I don't want to be limping around in a walking boot. Because I had to run out a ground ball to third against a bunch of Seaview <laughs> residents. I want to drink. I want to get on my boat. I now want to play golf. That's what I want to do. I need to be popping the Achilles in August. <laughs> but you love Fire Island. I do. And you love that
5: game. You love that whole weekend. Yeah. You did. I mean, I, yeah, except
3: for but also, busting I, my quad. Right. That was the problem. I mean, it's really, it's not that hard to figure out. Don't want to get hurt in the summer. Don't want to get hurt. I mean, this is why the other day when I, w- I was worried about that, uh, that paddle tennis, because it was outdoors. I didn't realize it was outdoors at first. I was like, oh, my God, I got to stretch. I was doing all sorts of stretching and everything, because I was like, that's the last thing I need. Be, imagine going out to Vegas and I'm sitting there on crutches because I got a, a speed bridge.
5: Could It uh, could be worse. You could have had a hemorrhoid ectomy. Oh, yeah, I know. That one, that's... that's. Ugh. Well, let's go. Not, I, nothing will ever beat that.
3: Yeah, it stinks, right? It stunk, his ass stunk on the plane. Yeah, but it, it also hurt. Oh, yeah, it's anything that's in your ass.
5: Yeah, I said it was like razor blades. Yeah, pooping with razor
3: blades. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to John Whitestone. What's going on, John? Hello, John. Glad John was paying attention. Let's go to Brett, who's in Huntington. What's going on, Brett? Hello, Brett. Um, I got a uh, quick tip for you, Geo. Yeah. Out uh, in Vegas playing golf. Yeah, yeah. So I was out there a couple of years ago and got to play uh, Bears best. Okay. I don't know if you're playing. I don't know if you're playing that or not. But no, I am not. The trick. The trick was, and I was paired up with this guy from Texas, and uh, and the caddy, and both guys said that no matter what, everything when you're on the green breaks towards the needle. Now I don't know what the needle's called, but it's on the strip. It's a, you know, it's uh, it looks like the the needle out in Seattle. But, the space uh, needle, yes. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, 100% everything broke towards the needle. So, keep that in the back of your mind when you're shooting your 82. And, 82. uh, hey, I, moves under the- I would say, say an 82, handball. man. We may
5: never see him again. Yeah. Right,
3: exactly. I'll be qualifying for the PGA Tour. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'll be calling live being like, you guys interested? <laughs> if I shot an 82. Uh, yeah, I think there's something with the mountains, too. Like, like you got to play. The mountains are there. Yeah, well, you gotta, yeah. It's sometimes,
5: like depending on where you're playing, sometimes it's to the river. Sometimes it's to the mountain. Sometimes it's, you know, what, whatever. Like, I remember playing a desert mountain out in Phoenix. And when you were facing the one part of the mountain, I don't care what the putt looked like.
3: You had to. It was
5: always going left to right. I mean, the, the 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 green. Some of the greens would go down, and and the hole would be over to the left. Yeah, and you would think it'd be going down, and would go like yeah. right to left. Sure. No, the caddy'd be like, uh uh-uh. uh You got to go outside. <laughs> I'm like, what?
3: I know, I know. That's my one experience out there. I couldn't believe it. The guy was right every time. Andrew in Scarsdale. What's going on, Andrew? I know how bummed you are that that do It isn't coming, but I mean, have you actually thought about you know being in the same room with her, less than ten feet away from her? I'm not so sure that we can trust you to. Ah, uh, oh, you can listen, man. I know what you're saying, Andrew, and it's funny. I get it, but I would be nothing but utmost respectful. I would, I would be as a gentleman. I would also have my daughter here. Uh, it would be it would be great. It would be uh, a great. I would experience. be sitting in between them. Right, right, exactly. So I Come mean, on. What
5: do you mean, you could <laughs> you have a, ah, you, have a ah, <laughs> you have a tendency to lose your mind, and that and that was for uh, your, our buddy, yeah, Jordan Davis it was Jordan facetiming.
3: Davis. Yeah, yeah, facetiming. We,
5: uh, we're facetiming. That's how you reacted when I ah, <laughs> ah, ah,
3: That's right. That I is can't true. even
5: imagine how you're going oh, to. I would be. I'm Lepa telling you, man. In. I
3: would be. I, I would be calm. You know, like, like when you're you, you reach that that moment of Zen, you prepare something for your whole life, and you're in that moment. Like, I would be totally calm. It'd be fun. I'd be like, "Listen, this is it. This is the moment. This is what I was built for." They didn't want. I'm just gonna sit here, and I'm gonna watch.
5: I'm not even gonna get involved.
3: Okay, whatever I'll, you want to be like
5: a little warrior
3: No, no, no. You'd be you'd be into it. I, no, I can see I, mean, I can see it. I, I would definitely be into it. You'd be following me. I
5: have to be honest. I mean, this is your big moment. But it's not going to
3: happen because the people upstairs. Welch spot. Ryan and Brick. What's going on, Ryan? What's going on, fellas? How we doing? Go, Ryan. Going, What's man? happening, man? Hey, real quick, Boomer. I got to give you some props. I was watching the pregame. I was all over the Ravens. I was thinking about placing the bet. And you reminded me that Mahomes is still on the other side, and I went with the Chiefs, so I do owe you a beer next oh, time. Oh, nice. I like it. Good. And, uh, hey, real quick, there's something about the Jets. I know nobody wants to hear about the Jets right now, but they drive me nuts. Yeah. After watching how much coaching matters this weekend, mm. how is any Jet fan, including myself, supposed to have any sort of faith that they can go anywhere with, with Salah? I like Salah. He's a great guy, it seems like. But, God, man, I, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So... I think he's a terrible head coach. And I've said that many times. I said it at Tellers the other night. I've said it on the air a million times. I don't think he's got control of that locker room at all. Aaron Rodgers is the be-all, end-all of what they're going to be next year. And that's it. Aaron Rodgers and that defense. If you want to put a positive spin on Rob Sala, he's a defensive guy. Hopefully him and Jeff Ulbrich can get that defense back into a top-five defense. But the only way that that team is going to succeed is if Aaron Rodgers plays like he did in those two, as he calls them, COVID MVP seasons. That's what it is. And that's it. So, I know Boomer doesn't want to slam Rob Sala. He likes Rob Sala.
5: but no, it's not that. I, I, He's he got, what, 18 wins in three years? Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about firing Bill Belichick. You're talking about firing, uh, you know, all these guys that have all these great records. Nick Suriani mike mccarthy now those guys didn't get fired but there was all this discussion around them getting fired i'm like here's the guys won 18 games compared to guys that have won 36 games Mm -hmm. in three years i know i mean so like i understand what happened to them this year i totally do and i and i do admire the fact that the owners did not fire everybody because what happened was so uh i I I just so consequential to the mindset and the morale of the whole team because it was all built up around Aaron. So I I do admire the fact that the Johnson brothers have decided to try to stay stable and bring back the group. So I can appreciate that. I know it's not easy for them, but it all does come down, as Gio just said, comes down to Aaron Rodgers coming back here and being at least three-quarters – of the player that he was prior to the injury. And he's 40 years old. He's coming back from a torn Achilles. It's not like he's 27 years old. So you're asking a lot and we have high expectations for him to live up to those MVP seasons. And I'll tell you, when I watched Jordan Love play in that system that Matt LaFleur is playing in, yeah. I'm like, why would he have wanted to leave there?
3: I mean, him and Brian Guttenkoos didn't see eye to eye anymore. And but I'll tell you what, it. you see those... I white- think they didn't want him anymore either out there.
5: I don't think they did either, but they did give him a three-year contract. that had a lot of guaranteed money. They weren't sure about Jordan Love. But, man, I'll tell you, everything that the Jets are, and I am and I like the guys over there, you know that, everything that the Jets are, are is going to be predicated whether or not he is going to come back and play at a level that we think is sustainable for 17 games.
3: Mike in Oceanside, what's going on, Mike? Good, how you doing? We're going good. Mike, what do you got today? Just curious, when you get your subscription to Team Beat Magazine every month in the mail, do you, like, cut out the pictures and then hang them on your wall? No, man, not anymore. We got Instagram for that these days. But if I did, like... If this were like the 80s, still, sure, I would cut out pictures and put them on a wall. I did that at college. But you got Instagram and TikTok for that these days. You don't even need that
5: anymore. I'll never forget in college, we had a uh, a head coach who's no longer with us. His name was uh, Jerry Claiborne. And Jerry was a born-again Baptist, very religious guy, never cursed, but was stern. And was really, when you were around him, you felt his presence. And, you know, I was from Long Island, and every Wednesday night he'd come to our football dorm to come into your room and sit down and talk with you for about five minutes. You know, see how you're doing, how your classes are doing, and he would have an update on every player. So one day uh, I was rooming. uh, I'm trying to remember who my first room had. It was Billy McFadden from West Islip. So we were rooming. And I had... (laughs) Posters are Farrah that the nipple poster.
3: Yeah, the, far, the classic one, of
5: course. I had, to, I had to have that one.
3: Yeah, everybody, a lot of people had that back then, yeah. And then I had Cheryl Ladd up there. Mm-hmm. It's another famous one from that yes, era. Right, yeah, exactly. Had him up there. And so Billy was
5: putting his stuff away, and he was looking at the posters. He says, you, you, you got to take down the posters. And I'm like, I'm not taking the posters down. What am I taking the posters down for? <laughs> you know, we used to refer to Coach Claiborne as the bone. The bone's coming. The, the bone. bone's coming. You know, like, it's yeah, a, it, watch out. The hard ass himself is coming. Yep. Mm. So, of course, he comes into our room. We're from Long Island. How you Long Island boys doing? Doing just great, coach. I see you got your room nice and clean. How your studies going? Eh, not so good, coach. I'm working on it. It's good. Maybe you're a little distracted, son. So what do you mean? <laughs> what are these posters on the wall? I said, that's my inspiration, coach. <laughs>
3: and I'm not taking him down. <laughs> that's my inspiration. Yeah. How did that go over? Did he laugh uh, at
5: least? Yeah, he kind of laughed. He kind of smiled. But he as he was walking out, you know, he's, of course, he's shaking his head. You can just imagine he went back to the coach and said, you know, this guy's
3: going to be out of here before you know it. So. <laughs> that boomer, he's got no shot. He's got no shot. Goddamn boobies on the wall with the nipples protruding. No way. Send him home. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network.
4: Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up.
3: Hi, we and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got Jerry Reckle back with us. He's got another update and moment of the day. What's going on there, Jerry? Uh, good morning. Brought to you by the
1: Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. We're also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. Uh, so, a couple things here NFL wise, and then we'll get to the Knicks and the NBA. Um, first things first, we've got the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl against the Niners. We know the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. There are a lot of trappings, as you can imagine. So, Andy Reid uh, sees both sides of it as he talked to the media. Actually, this was on the Let's Go podcast with Tom Brady and Jim Gray.
5: Super Bowl being in Vegas is going to be spectacular. I mean, they have a great facility out there, and uh, you might as well use it, right? As they say. So, uh, it's going to be put to use and then we actually are the home team. So we get to use the Raiders facility and that's beautiful. And uh, so we look forward to that part and uh, just keep guys away from the strip.
1: And that's a big issue. And you hope that there's no incidents during the course of the week in terms of the way his team has played. He says team just fights. I mentioned it
5: after the Buffalo game, I mentioned last yesterday afternoon that um, there, there's a grit to that and, Uh, Maybe you're not the most talented. Maybe you're not the fastest or the quickest or whatever. But let's go maximize what we are. And And what they have been
1: is they've been in the Super Bowl a lot, four to five times. They'll play the Niners in the Super Bowl. And that, of course, means Brock Purdy. I see some video of him on CBS Sports Network. Here was Ryan Clark on ESPN that uh, Purdy has pretty much shut up all the naysayers. When
6: you look at what Brock Purdy was able to do, Brock Purdy has separated himself from Dak Prescott. Brock Purdy has separated himself from Tua Valoa. Brock Purdy has separated himself from guys like
5: Kirk Cousins, from guys like Justin Herbert. How about that? Who was that? That was Ryan Clark. Yeah, I, I appreciate what Ryan's saying there, but he also is playing at home. He's not going on the Fair.
1: road.
5: You know, and uh, I, he is playing with a great team, but you know, ultimately he still has to make the decisions and throw the ball. The other thing about this particular game, if you really want to like support Brock Purdy is he took off and ran a couple times. Yeah. And he looked like Christian McCaffrey running with the ball. I thought it was like a dragon on the water. <laughs> yeah, water dragon. Water dragon. Yeah, by the way, you know, he is 6'1", 220. That's the size Brock Purdy
3: is. Yeah, and this is one of those quarterback, if you just just going quarterback versus quarterback matchups, where obviously it's a mismatch. And generally what happens in those, like Tom Brady versus Jared Goff. Tom Brady won it. Uh, Defensively. Patrick Mahomes against uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Patrick Mahomes won that. Came
5: back and Jimmy just missed the overthrew a post pattern. Had a guy for a touchdown. that could have sealed the deal.
3: Peyton Manning, Rex Grossman. Yeah. Peyton Manning won it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's like-
5: not this though. You know, uh, Brock Purdy has played great the last two years. I know we're talking about legendary status with the with the Chiefs helmet. Yeah, yeah. But Brock Purdy has played great two years, and maybe they win last year against the Eagles if he doesn't get hurt. And, and- you guys thinking that he quit on the team.
3: Well, thinking. No, the mm. Eagles' uh, Foles obviously beat Brady. So that's a good one with the other direction, a backup quarterback. Who did
1: the Ravens beat with uh, Trent Dilfer?
3: I don't remember. The Giants, didn't they? That was, was that the Giants in yeah. Collins. Oh, oh, Collins. Collins. Yeah. Well, he
1: was a good
3: quarterback. Okay. Yeah, it was 41-nothing NFC Championship game. Yeah, against the Vikings.
5: <laughs> but I, yeah. I think I, I think you have unfortunately Patrick has set such a Level of expectation for his own mm. performance that he wasn't once membered, um, mentioned, I should say, as the MVP for the league. Meanwhile, maybe he did more for his team than anybody else did for their team at our position. Maybe with the exception of Lamar, because Lamar had to run the ball. But Brock Purdy was has been great the last two years. Now, a couple
1: things on the Lions' side as they are uh, heading off to the offseason. Here's Dan Campbell. How how do you keep things up and get back to the spot uh, that you were just in? Consistency. Got to stay consistent, which we've done um, for three years now. You know, stay true to what you believe in. Uh, When it comes time to start over, you you start over. And here was Frank Ragnow. We've heard about the support that um, Campbell has gotten. Here's another one. He's the best. He's one of the best people leaders have ever been around and so then of course campbell asked what does it mean that your team believes in you so much in this line of work when you stand in front of those men and and you're selling them on what you really believe um i know that's not the easiest thing to do and especially with where we came from and they were bad there's three wins this first year and so here they were in the nfc championship and unable to to finish the deal, couple from uh, Shannon Sharp and Chato Chocinco, mm. uh caught up with this, and I forget what his his tagline is. Come for the sports, stay for the show, or something like that. So it's at one point we know how cheap Chato chosinko is, right? That's pretty much Frugal. obvious. He tells us, yes, he does not like spending money, and so they then debated the um, the cost these days of Viagra
6: Eight, eighty dollars, dollars a pill, yeah. Oh, hey, boy! Listen, I be, I be walking around. Oh, eating. no, oh, no! Hey, hey, hey! Eighty dollars? Nah, dollars. You, nah, nah, you must be talking about Eric Dickinson? Who paying eighty dollars uh, for a guy that's trying
3: to get a mean one? I, I got that's trying to get mama a mean one. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that correctly, <laughs> trying to give mama a <laughs> mean one. Is that what I heard? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you heard. Wow. I mean, it's amazing. $80 a pill, no way. <laughs> well,
6: Chad won't have it. Listen, um, you know how I am when it comes to money, man. You ain't paying $80 for a goddamn pill just to do something that goes to last okay. two minutes. That, That's that too not make no
3: Ain't nothing like that. It's like, two minutes. <laughs> Jesus, God. These guys, man.
6: Oh,
1: that was pretty funny. The bone's <laughs> coming. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: if you uh, say so. Oh, gosh. A couple of things from baseball. Justin Turner signing with the Blue Jays, so he will not be going back to the Mets, as some thought he might be. And then we had this. All these teams having their fan fests as we're getting set
3: for uh, pitchers and catchers to start oh, heading yeah. down to Florida and Arizona. The it. most exciting time of year, man, in all the professional Don't sports. Oh, they do the, the,
5: what do they used to call these like caravans.
3: The caravan, yeah, yeah. The caravans, caravan. Yes. fan fest before pitchers and catchers when
1: everything's right in the world. Well, I take you to uh, a Braves fan event with Travis Darno. Which team makes you the most angry whenever you play against them? <laughs> <laughs> He obviously has a stupid look on his face and goes back and forth with the kid. No. Uh,
5: <laughs> New York Mets.
3: Yeah? There it is. I was surprised I was yeah, surprised right. he said that.
5: Yeah got to get him on the Rico Brogniuk podcast. He might be eligible on, yes. for that now, although yes. I think
1: we had some better ones um, that he could go after first, but uh, like he started with Adam Wainwright, and he is Evan Roberts, of course. Um, Knicks last night in Charlotte, not a good basketball team, and the Knicks, the Knicks made sure that they remain that way. The Knicks, by the way, the longest winning streak in the NBA as it has reached seven.
5: Brunson flips it up and in. Jalen Brunson continues his outstanding Ooh. third quarter. Now
1: 28 points, seven assists for the game. Who needs to Julius Randle and O.J. Ananobi, at least last night they didn't. They also got 28 from Dante DiVincenzo. And the Knicks win big, 113-92, to continue to just play solid. Uh, Here was Tom Thibodeau. Team went out, found a way without Randle and Ananobi. I thought we got great games out of, you know,
5: we got the usual from Jalen, but I thought Josh was terrific and Dante was fantastic. I thought Precious first time playing, you know, at the power forward Jericho gave us
1: really good minutes as well. And then, of course, Steven Chenzo, who went for 28. Uh, Here was
5: Jalen Brunson on his night. He's aggressive. He's always been that way. He's always been wired to attack. And, um, just have that mindset every single time. And uh, he just he makes the right play. And uh, obviously, he's streaky. He can put the ball in the basket. But... uh and when he's out there, he's good at making decisions, making reads, and now just making sure that he's doing the right thing every time he's on the court. Mm,
1: yep, seven straight wins they'll take on the Jazz tonight. One from DiVincenzo on MSG on Brunson. He's just an all-star. I mean, there's nothing else to say. He's you know he's the top whatever guy in this league, but he's, he's an all-star in this league, and, and I'm really happy for him. And by the way, Brunson, 13 of 24, pretty good from the field. As for the Jazz... Uh, they lost last night in Brooklyn as they will probably go lose to the Knicks tonight. Uh, 147, 114 was the final. Mikhail Bridges had 33. Lonnie Walker, 19 off the bench, and Cam Thomas had 25. Ben Simmons, indeed, back almost had a triple double in 18 minutes. Uh, 10 points, 8 rebounds, and 11 assists. This was Jacques Vaughn. Uh, he was outstanding.
4: Other people played so well tonight because of the impact of Ben Simmons. It's that simple. The looks that we got tonight, the amount of threes that we got tonight, the fast break points that we got tonight, the uncontested looks that we got tonight, the
1: pace that we played. And by the with. way, what is with these uniforms? No, I know. I, I <laughs> turned it on last night. I mean, I actually so thought confused. The first possession, the Jazz go down. I thought it was the Nets. The Nets. Yeah, and then I realized
3: I don't know who that guy is. And then it's going the other way. We're in these stupid city. They are ugly. I mean, they just don't have the color scheme of the team. Yeah, like you, you look at that, you think it's the Phoenix Suns. I agree. Yes. I mean, I, that's what I don't understand. It's fine if you want to do different jerseys, you want to sell different jerseys, but at least keep the color scheme, for Man. God's sakes.
5: It's just hideous. Every so. team has a different color scheme. But yeah, they've wore several different uniforms. I, I've, every team's been doing that, oh. except for the Knicks. I think the Knicks, only when they go to their black uniforms, is it They're different. different. I think I can't think of another one. The, they have, I think, the Knicks
1: one time this year had the funky New York across the chest. Yeah, okay. different font, but that's it. Not like whatever. I feel like the Nets have a different uniform and different floor every time <laughs> that's they play. True yeah, it looks different. Uh, Nets with that win, they've won two in a row, nineteen and twenty-seven. Nikola Jokic, another triple-double, twenty-five, 16 and twelve. They beat the Bucks in Doc Rivers first game as Milwaukee head coach one thirteen-107. Mavericks over the Magic, one thirty one, one twenty-nine. So Luka Doncic, we know the other night had seventy-three, I think it was. Then I think he backed it up with a forty-something. And then he had forty-five in this win, along with fifteen assists.
3: He's tired. Yeah, it's been tough. Three games in four days, so I gotta go home, man.
1: Okay, wow. <laughs> must be tough. Uh, and the Rockets beat the Lakers one thirty-five to one nineteen. Jalen Green had thirty-four there college basketball tonight you got seton hall taking on DePaul, and obviously no hockey uh through the week with the all-star weekend upon us time now for moment of the day brought to you by casamigos tequila casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it Hello! i had a couple things lined up but then Ka- karen and johnny called in from 1027 with the dua lipa in studio guest update by the way just for clarity i'll be here monday if she'd like to come in a cool little Zoom situation. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Anyhow. Imagine so, that. She takes Jerry on tour with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening.
1: So will she be in soon as promised? I cut it up into a couple of parts here. So the update is that she is coming to New York between the 4th and the 12th. <laughs> mm, yeah, see,
5: I see. <laughs> I knew this. I knew this was going <laughs> to you. <laughs>
3: Feeling. You are not going to be around. Gia,
5: when are you flying out to Vegas? Oh, my God. I knew this was going to happen. I knew you guys were going to do this. This is.
3: Oh, yeah. We're, we're in charge of Dua Lipa's schedule. <laughs> yeah.
5: You know, I, I, you, you, you made promises that you can't keep. Hey, here's what I know 2024 is a long year, and we're just at the beginning of it. You'll have plenty of time to make it up. Uh, I, I just, I am not going to be accepting of this. I am not going to be accepting <laughs> oh, of this. If she's not in here when we are here. Uh, There's going to be some hell to pay. And 1027 is probably going to go to news, if you think.
3: (laughs) Oh, 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 is that a threat from Boomer? I don't think so. (laughs) Al, they're swearing it's not a radio bit. Are you buying that? Yeah, I think they would have revealed it there if it was fake. Even if, like, they probably knew that those dates, and now they can just say this, and they, they fulfilled their end of the bargain without even reaching out. You know what we
5: can do? We can... Kind of get in the elevator with Minge in the morning
3: and just beat the living crap out of them. <laughs> There you go, moment <laughs> of the day, <laughs> relentless boomer man. Let me tell you, listening
5: back I, to that, you <laughs> understand. I, wow, I want this back. I want this so badly. No, for I you.
3: understand. And I appreciate that, but I, I, I didn't even realize how ruthless you were during the interview because I think I was just, I was out of it.
5: Yeah, don't be welching well on a bet, man.
3: No welching. Going to flip
1: the format and then flip him on his head and <laughs> kick his ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Insult to injury, right there. Damn, uh, uh, I
5: like him too. Oh, I yeah? know you do. Yeah, yep. Yep. Well, Same here, you know, I did. I have a feeling that they will come through for you. I'm, my my sense is that they'll be they'll they'll
3: come through. Yeah, there'll be some like half-ass thing. She on tour this summer. Maybe she's in New York at some point. I'm not. They haven't announced anything. We'll okay. see. But they they're on the clock. Let's put yeah. it that way.
2: That's code H-E-R-O 10 for 10% off at hero.co.
3: I'm Boomer Gio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Boomer was very quiet during the break. I asked him several questions. He ignored every one of them and he didn't didn't answer. He actually gave me a shh at one point and put his finger up there and said, shh. Little guy? Well, I was uh, once again re watching the.
5: I've watched this like six times now. I just got to make sure I'm seeing what I'm seeing. And what an unbelievable job Steve Spagnolo did as an offense against Lamar Jackson and how he had him off his mark almost the entire game. Now, I've counted, I think, at least 16 dropbacks where he either had a move, got sacked, had to make somebody miss, uh, had to take off and run. Uh, You know, and that's it's not really what you want in a passing game. You know, if if a guy takes off, you know, three or four times a game and gets a first down, it's understandable. But I counted at least 16 plays where Lamar was either, either sacked or he had to run out of the pocket to try to make a play for whatever reason. And I think a lot of that, you know, and the interception in the end zone, he just he just threw it too late. And uh, you know it's that—that's the thing that he had been staying away from all year long, and it's one of the reasons why you know everybody looked at him as I think he's going to be you know far and away the MVP this year. But it's it—it it was just a really rough game for him. And Steve Spagnuolo would bring even when they were bringing four, they were getting they were getting pressure. But most of the time they brought five or six, and Lamar overthrew at least. Four receivers down the sideline.
3: Yeah, I mean, for a guy that had all the pressure on his shoulders, there were two guys coming into this postseason that needed to have good postseasons to sort of change the talk around them, and both of them in big games failed miserably. And one was Dak Prescott, and the other was Lamar Jackson. And those I questions also, are going to continue. I also
5: continue. think Tua, unfortunately, falls into that category. But you know, going to this Kansas, Kansas City first Arrowhead. playoff game, though. I know, but going to Kansas City Arrowhead and. Is he the guy? You know, are they happy with him? You remember, uh, with ten weeks to go in the season, Brian Gutenkush of the Green Bay Packers basically said, "We're not really sure about Jordan Love. These next these next ten weeks are going to be really important." Mm -hmm. And he went on to have a great ten week run. And I think now they feel like, okay, they got their guy.
3: Yeah, uh, but there are other like Dak and Lamar had failed in the postseason other times, and it was like this: they got good teams, especially the Ravens, number one seed. You play in these home games. Let's see it. And uh, we I still didn't see it. You know,
5: uh, Zay Flowers had a hell of a game. He had the first touchdown pass. That was on a broken play. Mm-hmm. That was one of these broken plays that I have, like 16 of them. And uh, it was a touchdown. And then the other one, he hits him perfectly. He drops back, reads the coverages, un- under- un- underneath comes Zay Flowers, wide open, hits him on a shallow cross right where he's supposed to hit him. And Zay, if he scores that game, I'm telling you, if he scores that touchdown, this game could be different. Were you going for unencumbered there? No, not un, un, un uncovered. Uncovered. Okay. Yes, but I was thinking he unencumbered. It, he read it perfectly, and Zay tried to bust his ass and get in there, and Legereus Knee just makes the, the
3: the peanut punch, if you will. So you're going out to Las Vegas tomorrow to film your Super Bowl's greatest commercial show, yep. with Daniela Rua. Yes. Uh, for uh, another year. How many years is this now? Like five or six or something like that? More than that. Even more? Yeah. Seven, eight? That'd be ten, nine? Or, 10 or eleven. Ten or eleven? Maybe twelve. Damn. That's pretty good. <clears throat> it is pretty good.
5: Nice long run and it's a great show. And know the people who own the show very well. And, I mean, they just, uh, they work all year round for it. So, and I think a few sneak peaks because I think Budweiser is bringing the Clydesdales back. They need to bring something back, so... Budweiser's bringing the Clydesdales back. Yeah. Bud Light oh. brought uh, Peyton Manning in. They did. To, to rebrand, and now they're bringing the Clydesdales
3: back. Yeah, just all man stuff now. Yeah, old yeah. man stuff. Man stuff. You want to be a man, a real man? Right. With balls. You drink this beer. <laughs> Look at these <laughs> giant-ass horses. Look at this football player. Right. Mm. And I told you, a buddy of mine.
5: We like beer and chicks and buffalo wings. I told you a buddy of mine is a potato in a commercial this year. Uh, John O'Brien. Okay. So uh, my friend Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Her son. Of course, yeah. Her son. Yeah. So he's a potato in a couch potato uh, commercial. And I'm not sure
3: what brand it is. is.
5: I don't know if it's the Idaho potato brand. I don't know if it's a potato chip brand. I'm not really sure. He sent me a picture of him being in a... uh, Dressed as a potato. Did I show it to you or no? You did. I, I don't did. know
3: how the hell you even get... How do you even get that gig? Is he an actor? Yeah, he's an actor. Oh, okay. So yeah, you yeah. just got... All right. I, didn't, I thought he was just a random guy who ended up in a... I told you he was
5: my buddy that uh, was doing want, uh, dish,
3: dishes. They were washing dishes, him and Aaron Rodgers together. Yeah. You brought that up in the Aaron Rodgers interview, and he was so pissed off about the traffic and in such a crappy mood, and then he was mad because I was asking him about his furniture in his house, and then you dropped that dishes story, and he had no part of that. Right. That was just brutal. That was bad. It was so bad. (laughs) He's like, I like to do the dishes. I was like, okay. Well, anyway.
5: Okay.
4: Oh,
6: okay.
5: I figured everybody asked him everything 50
3: times already by the time he got here. Yeah, he was just, he just had a bug up his ass that day. You know what I'm saying? Because of the traffic. Can't blame him, right? Yeah, you know, I was amazed. I mean, like his
5: arms and shoulders are really... Pretty stacked, but he—what do you think he weighs? About
3: two fifteen. Mm, yeah, two fifteen. I wouldn't say any more than that. I
5: thought he was a great shape, actually.
3: He was a great shape. Yeah, you know he had an intact Achilles right then <laughs> when he was <laughs> sitting next to us. Yes, he did. An intact Achilles. You know, we also had uh, Elijah Vera Tucker on that day. He, maybe we don't go to Jets camp. <laughs> maybe we just stay away from that. Oh man, did you see the first Neuralink went into a human brain? You know what the Neuralink is? The Elon Musk, the chip that he's putting in brains that people basically have a computer chip in their brain.
5: Yeah, I'm not, you know, I, I kind of like Elon Musk, but I kind of worry about him because he's like on a different like level than the rest of us. Well, yeah. but and he's that, coming up with all these things now.
3: Well, yeah. But that's sort of what you need, though, right? From the, the great inventors, the people who are pushing the limits. You sort of need that Brain that's operating on a different level. Yeah. So we'll say. I mean, someone AI takes over the whole world, then then what are we going to be thinking about those brains? Yeah, I don't know. This is the things you got to worry about. But uh, this particular Neuralink, which I think is, if if they do what they want to do with this, okay. What are we doing? Which is essentially, you know, help those who are paralyzed uh, from injury and or ALS or MS or something like that able to put that chip in the brain and then your thoughts can help you communicate better if okay. you're someone who, who can't speak any longer because ALS, like, you know, Stephen Hawking, um, or even help with spinal cord injuries to get people to move because <laughs> this chip is now in your brain and sending different signals to to limbs. And I mean, that's what they're gearing for. Yep. I mean, then that is about as wonderful as it gets. Now, it's also, you could like, apparently if you're able-bodied, human that one thing you could do is actually like control your phone just with your thoughts that's something that they want to like you can like go like you just think instagram and it just yeah. pops up and then i mean that's that's the stuff that is down the road but i mean my lord i'll tell you what's not down the road it's it's gonna come to a whole foods
5: near you so we've gone from having a credit card and putting it through a sliding machine to signing the receipt and ripping it off yeah, and, yeah. right so we are now. You could use your phone to check out, mm-hmm. right? Every makes a big deal of, uh, about a phone. So Whole, Whole Foods will be coming out with a palm reader, where you could just use your palm. Now you don't need your um, phone. You don't need your credit card. You don't need anything.
3: Mine has that already. Oh, it does. The one down by me. Do you use it? No, it's a little too weird for me. Well, how do you get your palm? Link you link your palm to your card? Yes, it links
5: how? Because you have a you have a, uh, a then I palm, palm it
3: there, palm
1: it. All right. But to me palm. it's yeah. it's no faster than my phone.
3: Like the f- paying with the phone is half a second. You don't even need the phone. I mean, you got the card in your hand, you do it. I mean, even that. <clears throat> you just press it against the thing. You could do
5: that with your phone. You could hit the tap, you could put the slide in or slide it, you can
3: put it in the slot. <laughs> you know, <what? laughs> and now you got your palm reader. There you go. I just picture like a criminal like Cuts off somebody's hand and goes into a Whole Foods and like sticks that hand through. Oh, his that's sleeve great. Dude. why.
5: Why do you giving criminals <laughs> ideas? <Dude. laughs> or just grab the hand of the person next to you
3: in line and yeah. Dude. Ah, run away. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, that's a possibility, right? And then, be, and then yeah. you can't dispute it. Be like, oh my, my palm got stolen. No, what are you talking about? Your palm got stolen? I mean, my car got stolen. That's not. A, that's a charge that I'm not. I'm not familiar with. Your palm's your palm. Yeah, I don't oh, know. It's your it's- palm. Your palm is your palm. Your palm is your palm. The Neuralink thing, though, man, I don't... Eddie, where are you with that on on this whole thing? Where are you at with this? It's going to happen eventually, so might as well just embrace it. Yeah. Is that going to be the thing? Like, you know, before we had smartphones, now we think about prior to that, and like, how the hell do we live without it, or GPS, or any... Is this Neuralink thing going to be that next thing? How the hell do we live without this? Yeah, I believe so. I know,
5: things are pretty good right now. I got my Netflix. I got my Prime Video. I got, you know, Apple Plus.
3: I'm pretty good right now. I don't need Yeah, but you're else. still grabbing remotes, man. You, you just sit down on the couch and just think about Netflix. And next thing you know, boom, it's on the TV. That's all you got to do. Now, if you sit down on the couch and you think about Dua Lipa's, <laughs> next thing you know, is she there? <laughs> no, because the bastards upstairs are welching on the back. The bone's coming. Boomerang G on <laughs> <the> CBS <laughs> Sports Network.
0: <laughs>